Hello. I was wondering if I might trouble you for a cup of strong black coffee and in the process engage you with an anecdote of no small amusement. Hello, <laughs> and welcome to another episode. Professional. It's always Alden. Whenever spoiler alerts, whenever Alden is on the show, come on, Alden. I can I can at least pretend to be a professional. I cancel the live stream early. I mute my mic. I'm making rookie mistakes in the year of our Lord 2022. This is sad. Just cancel season 11. Anyway, welcome. Of life. <laughs> We're in season 27. No, season 28 for you. Yes. Uh, Season 27 of Boop. Yes. Yes. Elder elder Millennials? I don't Whatever think we, we are. Um, I'm an amorphous blob that uh, identifies as J-Dub sometimes. Um, and uh, that's Boop. <laughs> rocking the, the, the flannel. You could be seeing this if you were tuning in live. But also rocking the uh, uh, rainbow shorts. <laughs> you know, you got to be comfy. Uh, you got to be comfortable. I am well-dressed from the waist up. As um, is my brand. We're, I mean, we we don't ever promise to be more than we are. We are we are a show. Uh, we're a couple of folks that like Star Wars and like talking about Star Wars and other things we like with people we like. Um, and so you know, it it never, it's not going to get much easier than that. You would think. Um, you would think. But uh, no, some it, people have a habit of making it a little hard. Well, yeah, that's that's human nature. We make exactly. things so much more difficult than it needs that's to be. But it's what she said. it's really not that hard. Get together um, for a special day uh, with your friends and talk about uh, what you like about it. Because uh, you know, just chef's kiss uh, to Sky Daddy for this. Because uh, like the the calendar lined up perfectly. Can I? Can we revisit what? Chef's Kiss to Sky Daddy, please? Yeah. What? What? Nothing. I just want to let that breathe for a second that Chef, you said that Chef, out loud. Yes, that that's the new rating system for Nerd Herder. Chef kissed to that Sky Daddy. Mm. Um, we are talking about something on the very day that it enters a new year of life, uh, fourth anniversary of a beloved, for some, mm -hmm. uh, Star Wars animated show. Bluey. It's just, just a Star Wars. Uh, it's amazing that it just happens to be on the day. Um, usually we're like a week ahead, a week behind, what, or months behind, <laughs> you know. It just depends on uh, when J-Dub gets his act together. Listen, uh, <laughs> J-Dub make plan, Sky Daddy laugh. But uh, today is the day, uh, and so we are here to celebrate Star Wars Resistance. And so before we do, I worked really hard, not really, on uh, promos. For the content, so, so we'll we'll throw that up and get our guests in here, and then have a good time. How about that? Can you imagine what it's like to be an ace pilot? I've got a mission for you. Yes. Find out who's loyal to the good guys and who isn't. You can work on my team. Get ready to be impressed. But when it comes to your mission as a spy, I don't want anything to do with it. This should be good. Looks like there was a system here, but there's no star. Those planetoids, what could have done that? Pirates, scramble the aces! 
You need troops to protect your station, not racers. First Order will provide all aerial security. All racers are officially grounded. Are you serious? We need a plan. Mm. Disappear. We are the resistance now. And we're taking back the Colossus. If you are not capable of dealing with them, then I will find someone who can. They're everywhere. Entire planets are just giving up. It's just like the Empire when I was a kid. Resistance is proving to be stronger than we anticipated. I got him! We're good to go. Punch it! Dang. Well, now I'm pumped. <laughs> as if I wasn't already. But uh, even more pumping... Uh, I'm regretting this already, As but uh, all the more exciting again, uh, is we have the lovely friends of the show. Uh, been here before, but always great to have you back. Uh, Lauren and Alden, welcome. Good evening. Hey. Hello. Hello. Thanks for lowering you? your standards once again. Beautiful babes. Um, they lower more and more every day. You just happen to catch <laughs> me as they're on the way down. That's just, I wait and watch. Exactly. I mean, the standards aren't low enough to spread butter on a board. All this. <laughs> no, never, never. Not even yeah. icing. Will th even that's too. too I don't want to know, but I feel like no, I'm no, gonna no. know. You're gonna know because I have been subjecting uh -oh. Alden over text uh -oh. massage. Text massage. To... Okay, thanks, Laszlo. So. You're welcome. Text massage to my thoughts on butterboards, unprompted and unfiltered. And they were okay. prompted. It was just prompted because I liked one tweet that you said about it. I didn't even respond. <laughs> and then Boop was like, I guess that's my person to talk about this way. Yeah, that is consent. <laughs> that is consent for all of my butter opinions now. Just Thank you. Yeah. That's a thing. Butterboard. Oh, okay. dear Lord. The, the millennials. Oh, dear Lord. Talk about them for a second. Just, mm, they're spreading cream cheese and frosting on like charcuterie boards. Oh no. Yeah. Let's like, like, go straight on instead of being in its own little like for condiments. Like exactly. it's just in there. Just what in are we doing as a society? <laughs> right. Well, I know I, I, I was watching a cooking thing recently where like they didn't use a board at all. Like it was just the, it, it was just their countertop. Oh and no. And it made me so anxious this is the a entire time. Show. I can't say curse words on it. <laughs> it was just it was upsetting, mm. to say the least. Oh, um, yikes. That is yikes. deeply, deeply concerning. Yes. Um, in fact, yeah. there are characters in this Resistance TV show that we're going to be talking about that I'm sure <laughs> would do that. Oh, for sure. All of them first order. Well, you don't and... think that Kaz would eat, like, cold spaghetti leftovers over a sink? <laughs> That's, oh, he absolutely would, yeah. Oh, absolutely. He would, yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he the, he's the breakfast spaghetti of, uh, character of Star Wars, for sure. Um, and yes, if you're ever wondering, uh, folks listening, why we bury ourselves in this uh, ridiculous uh, space <laughs> opera of, of a franchise, that's why, because life is scary and butterboards exist. Um, yes. So there you go. Correct. 
Um, but no, thank you. You both jumped uh, very eagerly uh, on on this one on on uh, joining for resistance, which was exciting uh, because part of the reason uh, I wanted to get this on the calendar. We haven't really done any resistance specific content before um, because always finding the the audience for it uh, or finding folks interested enough in it was the challenge. Uh, yeah. It seems like it flies below the radar for a lot of people. It happened, but we've moved on. Um, or altogether, just some people have very strong negative opinions about it. And so I was very glad that uh, you both uh, seem to really be eager to, uh, not bribed in any way, uh, join no, us. That uh, you know of. Right. Wait, I'm, I'm getting paid. Alden, aren't you getting paid? I will exact a toll, whether it's in money or or otherwise. But... I feel, uh, yeah, in your eternal the, soul. The toll, the toll is the awkwardness of of me uh, attempting to function uh, Streamyard. Apparently, <laughs> look as somebody that operated Streamyard literally for the first time today, as I told you off air on on another channel. Uh, I understand why yeah. <laughs> that, that vertical menu could potentially be more of a series of buttons on the bottom. There are some designs that I yes, we have we have some notes for stream. I'm giving you money, Streamyard. I feel like I'm due my opinion as well. <laughs> Technically, so. right. patrons are giving them money. That's true. Thank you to thank our you patrons. Thank you to our patrons. A uh, big thank you to our patrons. Like like 15 inch thank you to our patrons because Do you want to please oh. some context. <laughs> What, one of one of our patrons actually gifted me a Lego Optimus Prime. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, nice. I lost my mind. So. Did you assemble it yet? Sugar Daddy. Not, Not yet. yet. Um, that's going to be my depression build tomorrow because Saturdays are like my my uh, hump day to get like into the next week because my week starts yeah. on a Sunday. So it's like, all right, yeah. this is the last little bit of light, and then I die. Uh, <laughs> I feel oh, that. thanks. So anyway, Star Wars Resistance. <laughs> Your Star Wars Resistance. You were, you were saying like they're you're surprised that we jumped at it, which I understand, and that there are people that have uh, strong negative feelings or skipped it altogether. And mm -hmm. you know, J Dub, not everyone has taste like the four of us. Uh, <laughs> no, that, that's a joke. It's a joke. You don't have to like everything. Don't go tweet that I told you what to think for the love of that God. is um, at that Alden Diaz everybody on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, you. Oh, you can. You can. You can tweet me. Oh yeah, I'm I'm advising that you don't, right. but you can um, <laughs> for your own. Yeah, sake, I wouldn't, but you can. <laughs> I just like I just love this. So I was I just all this to say I was so happy when I this was on your topics list. You've always been great about choosing them, uh, whether that's character focused conversations, pro uh, project conversations, like about a whole show, uh, and then of course your magnum opus, the Nicolas Cage series. Um, which that's is truer than you know because i don't know if i've shared this with pickle chat i, I definitely haven't put it on uh twitter but yeah. um <laughs> i'm gonna use my one for everybody uh damn you uh our our most popular episode to date <laughs> in four years of podcasting is the nick cage run yes the, the nicholas cage one where we talk amazing about amazing well and i don't i don't want to tell tales outside of school about the nerd herder <laughs> discord server but i will say that if you're there nick cage conversations are still happening <laughs> about the future <laughs> and and much to j-dub's chagrin everyone keeps encouraging it oh for sure I, I i'm the only one there with a sour face you don't think when we talk about moonstruck because i'm gonna make you watch moonstruck you're oh a lot of things. i'm gonna watch mm, you know i'm gonna do the full you know 
I lost my hand. I lost my <laughs> So if anything, uh, uh, like as much as it pains me, uh, I am a masochist. And so uh, <laughs> for the life and longevity of the show, you've ensured we're going to go forever. Because if that's what y'all want, you'll get it. I'll just hate it the entire that's time. That's what it takes, honestly, <laughs> baby. I'm down. And so, what is Star Wars baby. Resistance if not the Nicolas Cage of Star Wars? Ooh, good call. Weird, kind of off-center, beloved. I'm down is, with it. It is for the children, but also is not. But I like, <laughs> but, but I like it. I like Star Wars Resistance. And you like Nicolas mm-hmm. Cage, which takes a bit to sink in. Sometimes I 20 like, plus I years. Them. They, tried to ther- they, they tried to therapize me uh, <laughs> on that episode about why I don't like Nicolas Cage. It didn't work. But I, tried I respect him. Um, <laughs> but I love Star Wars Resistance. So uh, thank you mm-hmm. both for being on, uh, mm-hmm. attempting to <laughs> have a conversation about Star I, Wars Resistance and not Nicolas Cage. I was validated <laughs> by Peter Townley on the last Hyperfocus. I would like to say that. I sure that would love that word. man to validate me. <laughs> That's validate- one thing to call it. I mean, you know, <laughs> hey, I wanted yeah. that Peter Warren. Um, Last Jedi just... production shirt. Uh, oh yeah, it. forgot forgot that. <laughs> just nice. That's me. It smells like after we're done here. So. Like <laughs> oh, you, Jade... you, took, you took the worn option. Nice. Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> Definitely, it's had to. Only. <laughs> had to. Man's a had ranger, to. and he is beautiful. Oh my goodness! Um, Who tells so no lies? If you can recount, because uh, again, we just blessed with the calendar year that this is the day, October seventh, that. Four years ago, Star Wars Resistance uh, premiered. Um, I know normally these remembered, you know, obviously we're playing off of Rebels Remembered and and all of that. And and part of that's, you know, a a small community jabbing back at like, hey, like this show exists and is awesome too. Like, can Mm -hmm. we get a whole day dedicated to it? Um, But uh, yeah, so October 7th, 2018, uh, this lovely little show dropped in our laps. Um, it existed for a short time uh, and, and was a, a very fun ride. Um, but for you, obviously, now you're here for, for, for whatever reason, you love it now. Did you love it then? If, if you remember way back to when this uh, premiered, was it an instant hit like some other shows or some Star Wars properties? Or was it something that grew on you to the point that you're like, hey, yeah, I could talk about that for an hour. Also, Nicolas Cage stuff. Mm. I loved I loved it from the beginning because I liked the, the different animation that they went with, like yeah. kind of anime, mm. kind of not, but it was nice. It was different than Rebels and different than Clone Wars. So I loved it. I loved the story. I loved the characters. I loved how you know it, it is geared towards a a younger generation. No problem with that. But they still had some deep themes in this show. In both seasons, like absolutely, especially at, at the end of season one, when they get to the moment of where we are, you know, in the Phantom or the um, the Force Awakens, like we see that speech and how it reverbs through the galaxy, and we see how it you know affects these people specifically in this, you know, in the Colossus. So I, I loved it. I love the characters. I love the animation. I love the voice acting. It was great. They had great choices. Oh. It was amazing. I loved it from from the start. Yeah, that's awesome. Were Were you pretty similar, Alden, or was this a grow on you kind of? It was jarring, but positively. Where this is an instance. This sort of Rebels kind of flirted with this of the Star Wars trend that they have 
pretty much embraced uh, much to some people's chagrin, other people's celebration, which is that what is pitched and what it is called is often either a straight up misdirect, like in the Mandalorian where it's, it's about so much more. And the, the trailers blatantly sold a show that was not made. They sold you the gunslinger, dark sort of straight up Western. They did not show you the mystical baby and everything that would be at the heart of that. <laughs> rebels was like we called it rebels but we knew that it was a few years out so like that one was a little bit more honest but still was about a lot more rebels is not a show about the rebellion it's about a cell that joins the rebellion but it is also just as much a jedi story just as much an imperial story mystical creatures all that resistance was similar when the show was announced we knew that it was dave filoni executive produced but he was obviously his role had increased so much that it was Dave Filoni's team and it was his idea he created it and then he gave it to the crew and and yeah he co-created the characters and if he came in and was like do this they would listen but it was it was his most hands-off but it still came from his fascination with like Robotech and fighter pilots and anime and all that yeah. so and he sold you something that was like oh we're gonna spend a lot of time in the air dog fighting but then the closer we got to the show the trailers I remember thinking this is a misdirect like this <laughs> this is something else it's not that and i read that comic-con that year they had the full-size fireball that you could yeah. and take pictures and they kept being like oh it's about pilots about pilots and it is but it's not you're there they're there <laughs> the aces are there but they're all side characters except for torah and they <laughs> and, and that ends up being more the backdrop for what is really a story about community and like a tiny one mm -hmm. the colossus is huge but it's a platform on mm -hmm. a planet in the galaxy mm -hmm. this big and, but what it ended up being was essential to not essential that you'll miss anything if you don't watch it but an essential addition to the sequel era when people mm -hmm. say i wish i had more context for the sequels and they didn't watch this this is the cure for that problem yeah. this exactly. is for sure. like this is if 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 Princess and the Scoundrel, which I happen to have right here because I'm rereading it, is 6.1 in the Skywalker <laughs> saga, and Shadow of the Sith is 6.5, this show is 6.9. Like, this is right there. Season one brushes up against Force Awakens, and then Poe's like, hey, I gotta go do something, and you realize that Force Awakens is happening. They mm -hmm. sort of tee up little things like, he's from Hosnian, and if you're a kid watching, you don't know what that means, but if you're an adult watching, you're like, oh my god. Like right. this is a, they're going to do something horribly dark. And then it happens later. And ultimately my last point about this is that like, it hit me in the right places in terms of what I needed. We watch so much heavy TV. I love heavy TV. I love dark shows. I love brutal shows. I needed something that was unabashedly slapstick. Like it, it some people say like, Oh, it's so goofy. And it's like, what you think it doesn't know? Like that's, that's intentional. <laughs> right. uh, it's trying to be, yeah, right. it, it was the end of the Disney XD era. Um, that could be a conversation later, but I think that if it had gotten the chance to premiere on Plus, it would maybe still be going because um, that mm -hmm. money was not on the table yet and they were diverting money. Uh, yeah. If you're at all curious why Clone Wars Season 7 was able to happen in such a way that it did, uh, it's because of the death of Resistance. Resistance people were pulled over to work on that. But it, it, it it's been said over the past week or two that Andor is sort of the inverse of the Mandalorian. It's not. If Andor mm -hmm. has another side of the coin, it's resistance. 
mm-hmm. and or skews up in the same way that resistance skews down on the age chart, not the quality chart. Sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, like people, oh, it's the first stars for adults and they're all shocked about it, mm-hmm. which really is not. Um, it's still Star Wars. This is Star Wars for the, the crowd that's even younger than the Rebels crowd. But any adult can have a blast with this. And it does yep. get dark and it does get brutal. I mean, Kylo Ren using the force to threaten somebody with the prospect of shooting their own brains out. Yeah. Uh, like the, there are things in this that are hard mm. and it's a great story. And I thought it was lovely. And it's one of those things much like other shows like Angel. Shout out to the Buffy fans, I guess. Uh, like <laughs> all two of them. <laughs> like me, me. And and Molly Damon. Yeah, Molly Damon. Okay, I keep, her, I keep I keep bullying her to try to, to do Buffy Explained. I hope it happens one day. Ooh. But I would die. It'd be so cool. It's the same channel, but in like black and red. It would be amazing. Yes. Um, but it, Angel was canceled, but was canceled with enough legroom and leeway and uh, lead time. I mean to end its story, even though the show should have and could have gone longer, it's still a beautifully, like, it's like a little book. Like, sure. where it ends, you're still like, yes. It's so there's my really long answer to how I felt about it. <laughs> so, so if I could summarize that in one word, it'd be good. 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 <laughs> or neat. Uh, in, in neat. honor of Connor. <laughs> Needy. Um, Big day for him yesterday with that Italian plumber. Oh my god! <laughs> they were all Italians, really. Uh, good trailer. Uh, speaking of it, um, I mean, uh, it was great. I'm, I'm very until... happy with it. I'm very excited for uh, uh, making oh it about god. Bowser. <laughs> the excitement that coursed through my body hearing Jack Black as Bowser. Yeah, yeah. If you, if I didn't know it was him, I probably wouldn't be able to place it. Oh I didn't god. know he had it's it so in good. him. It's because Kung amazing. Fu Panda. He doesn't have to change his voice. You know, exactly so. <laughs> for sure. Excellent so. movies. Um, boop. Yes, dear. Uh, so. Oh yeah, I have to answer this question too. Yeah, huh? yeah. Like, <laughs> was, was it? Did it build up for you? Um, because it, it this was obviously something on the long list of you gotta watch. You know, yeah. Like, you know, like we're 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 going through introducing you to things that like, because it was just the movies forever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. it was on the list, but was it like a slow burn because of that, or was it pretty squarely like, oh no, this is fun one of those things like before i watched it i was definitely hyped for the concept like that it's dope it focusing at least a little bit on the pilots which is everybody's favorite rapscallions of the galaxy (laughs) um so that's always something i'm excited to explore but then you get into it and it's so much deeper than that like like y'all said like it is very much a show for all ages and i absolutely adore the backgrounds on this dang show yes it's they a, are it's so beautifully gorgeous. animated like it's lovely it's sort of like if they made zelda wind waker a show it's like Ooh. all still shady and that's stuff exactly yeah why that, i love it actually yeah. yeah that that that's exactly what it is and just imagine seeing link on the king of red lions <laughs> in the background <laughs> well and yeah you know like just to get it out there because i'm you know we'll go places with this conversation but yeah like the animation i this Beautiful. is some of my favorite like Star Wars animation in general. It's up there for me too. Yeah, I've, I've yeah. never been one of those like, oh, Clone Wars looks like you know so so bad and blocky and and uh, you know whatever. Or 
The first season um, is hard to watch, but after that, it gets better. Um, <laughs> it, it's just never hit me. I, I, you know, like I grew, I, I was showing you a music video from one of my favorite like PlayStation Two games from two thousand and three. Sure. So it's like, what a I've been. <laughs> what a what a sentence just on that its own before you even say what it is. Let's try to get a music video from the PlayStation Two game. Uh, everybody, go look up uh, "Kill All Squishies" by Courtney Gears. Um, Love, that. Uh, Love so everything about that. Look I've up seen, Ugly Aliens." I've seen <laughs> that. I, you know what? Yeah, Jimmy I like. Neutron. I look love Beast Wars. I, I love. I love Beast. Look Wars. up Code Lyoko. Uh, hey, hey, okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Every everything else is on the table. You leave my my my. That wasn't it. It's all I meant it. Look it up. I support it's amazing. it. Amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, I Did love bad animation. I I've been around enough to like see that and fall in love with like eight polygons. So like, <laughs> none of this has ever bothered yeah. me. But, uh, this looks good. Like if if you're it looks so good. Yeah. If you put stills of each one and we're like, hey, which which one do you think fits an animated star wars show i'd probably go with this one um everybody looks the part like poe looks like poe uh leia looks like leia well yeah, um, that space new york accent you know that the, well the there's some controversy like about poe oh uh, in this show really about his, about his design uh people that are uh that we interact with a lot in in, in different places such as discord and on twitter uh very angry at the fact that poe has no booty in resistance <laughs> that he is super flat uh i, I tried to say it without swearing uh that he no, you can say yes this is a family he, show but he, he, oh, he is thin, no c <laughs> so he uh poe poe doesn't have his signature ass and as oscar talked about when he they were shooting rise sitting in the cockpit he was like this was this was made for like harrison ford he's like but i have latin hips He's like so. So so. Our friend, our, my friend and yours, Chris Swift, Oscar Isaac is the love of his life, and he, he has he loves Resistance, but he has a vendetta against the animators for making right. him flat ass. Oh my gosh! Let me put it up there with what they did with Tsunade and Baruto. I don't know what to do for you, but um, that's yeah. a deep cut reference, by the way. You made um, that. You made that on a panel where it would land with at least one person. So. And there we go. <laughs> Um, I mean, we got a freaking uh, uh, Toby. Is yeah, it's, it's Toby's mask, mask. right there. Um, uh, Naruto, 30, 30 years of manga, 20 years of anime. That's amazing. What? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, old. But Thanks, Tsunami. I, I will agree with that. Some of the uh, lanky proportions, because um, everybody feels tall. I don't know how else to describe it, but like if you and look at a lot of these before. folks, they all seem very tall. Uh, mm -hmm. And I think it's just like everybody's a little elongated. And I think that, you know, Poe, they just stretched him out a little bit. And so, the, you know, the, the Latin was just a little bit thinner throughout the, the whole height of him, um, is what I'll say. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I love the animation. It's a very yeah. beautiful show uh, at mean, several points as well. There was a point yeah. where we had it paused and I was just staring at the screen going, God, that's beautiful. Yeah, it was like uh, like sunset on Castellan and everything. Yeah. Um, so it's a very oh, a, beautiful plan. Oh my yeah. gosh. Well, and, and that's the thing too. So like you mentioned, like a lot of this is, uh, you know, so a lot of this is racing, spying, Colossus real estate. Um, mm. but it does get out there on, on a few side quests. Um, mm -hmm. especially in season two, quests. we get to see some interesting places, uh, and go on a few, uh, fun adventures. Mm -hmm. Um, did you, so we've we've said in general yes we we like it did you have a preference for where like the story fell 
um, because there were the kind of slice of life episodes where we're just goofing off with the pirates, but then there were mm-hmm. the, all right, we're going to name drop a few things to make sure they know we're at 60 minutes and 30 seconds in <laughs> The Force Awakens. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah, like stuff like that. that. Like, did you have a preference or was it just the perfect mix and cocktail of both? You know, I, I didn't need that. I, I liked what it was titled Force Awakens. You get yeah. Kylo is alluded to before he's named or shown and you get Phasma as a character and uh, Poe, obviously BB-8 is way more in the show than I thought he'd be when they were promoting it. I was like, oh, BB and Poe will probably be in and out. Poe's mm-hmm. in about three times, I think. But BB-8 is there for like two thirds of the season. Yeah, um, and is a legitimate cast member for a lot of it, and then CB twenty three is incredible. One of my favorite. Oh, it was, it was very cool. noticeable when they swap. Well, and then yeah. also, I, I have to say, like CB is the hero of this show. I no, think, you're right. like, correct. if we went through and watched and tallied every time she saved everyone's butts, I that think it's upward of three yeah. dozen. <laughs> and from yeah. like huge threats, and uh, of course, named for Lucasfilm's Carrie Beck, who heads up. Uh, really, I didn't know that. CB. That's why she's Aww. the only CB because they were like, "Oh, let's do a little." I thought it Carrie was funny was that it was up. like CB yeah. twenty three. I was like, "That's a, that's a bit more of a mouthful." But you know, we we we've run out of uh, unique yeah. droid names here. And yeah. There. After a while, they're like, <laughs> "Just put it like R four P one seven. Like they were just like, "Give them a la- another digit." I don't know. Well, it, it reminds me because I I'm actually uh, on the hunt for um, droids and, uh, more growing that part of my shelf in my collection Ooh. um mm. and i have very specific ones i'm into and what i'm finding it's a lot of power of the force era uh droid figures nice and so what i'm finding is a lot of it so it's like r2 b5 r2 q4 mm. it's like a lot of yeah like before they realized wait we don't have to do r2 <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah we could expand out and uh, yeah that, that's that's an interesting thing to track and it's an interesting thing to track here like, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll finish answering the question, but then, like, that's a great point. Well, throw it to low, of course, and then mm-hmm. but that droids and creatures sort of extravaganza that this show is. But for sure. Yeah, I, I liked when it was flushing out the era, whether that was impacted by the sequels or not. Some of it's very direct, like arriving to Dakar right after the Radis is gone. Yeah. So, yeah. like, la- you know where you are in Last Jedi as well. Um, and then by the time like, you can you can you can see when Last Jedi has started. And, and when ended. Last Jedi has ended, because yeah. <laughs> you get the supreme leader, Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. So, you're, and it's a, um, it's it's cool to see the way that it gives more context. Like this is up, this is up there with Shadow of the Sith or with like Aftermath and everything. We're giving you a fuller picture of the era because you get right. Doza's backstory, and you get, and we'll talk about Vanessa Doza, my favorite in the entire show. Mean. The greatest space mommy of them all. Um, but she, <laughs> she is, and I, and I mean space mommy, and I mean space mommy. Uh, like a, no, I, I got M A M I mommy. Yeah, she's she's great, and just everything that it did to give you an idea of the way things were politically, in terms of like again, like in the prequels, a slow creep of fascism. It's not like it was. It was the blow up of of Hosnian, but. It was like, well, they just kind of show up to the platform sometimes and we just kind of deal with it and then they leave. And it's like, <laughs> okay, that's right. good for now. Uh, and it gave right. me one of my favorite villains with that, Pyre, who's my oh. favorite. Mm. Pyre's my favorite. I would go this far. Armored villains. So your Phasmas and your every trooper, every everyone, every Imperial or First Order that has Not Mandalorians. Just okay. Bad guys. Yeah, All right. Just, I just well, there, are, there are bad Mandalorians, but I guess what I should say is 
Imperials and First Orders that hold rank or wear armor. So I put Pyre like so high up. Man, I love that Power Ranger <laughs> idiot. Like he's, yeah. that's, he's the best. So that's that to be my answer is like a bit of both, but the ones that gave you an idea of like, oh, this is what it's like. Like the, the yeah. two children. I forget the planet they're from, the stowaways or the survivors. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah, the, the yeah. But one of, one yeah. of the. They all hide in the yeah. inner workings with those yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. Like their whole story, like some people were like, oh, it's just these kids. They don't really even talk much. Like they don't have a lot of character. And it's like, well, they, they're traumatized. And, <laughs> and what, what they are saying speaks to the era. Like, oh, these mm-hmm. planets, like, oh, there wasn't really much going on out there. But it's, it's about implications. Right. What happened there? If you're putting the pieces together, it was all the Starkiller tests. Yeah, well, exactly. mm-hmm. It was breadcrumbs to that big mm-hmm. reveal that that's going to intersect at some point yeah um, yeah which yeah. i thought was interesting you had you had a, a thing with pyre too yeah i called him a space pimp <laughs> which is accurate it, it the the, the so golden accurate. gun he, like, he, he, he and phasma both look shot. better in cell shade yes mm-hmm. yes you're mm-hmm. so right i think that the the whole first order the, oh, the standard the... troopers I, I love the the helmet change. I love a like, rounded mask. Good. Yeah. The rounded like the, yeah, Rebel, the animation Rebels troopers that. with like their like sort of like bulbous sort of softer shapes. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm, I think you mentioned with the Clone Wars like that that wasn't your like favorite like the the sort of the blockiness and everything. Did you say that or did I imagine that? No, the um, first uh, couple of seasons of the Clone Wars was that's, like yeah. hot ass. Well, they're just <laughs> they like, are, it's rough. That first season yeah, is rough, rough to go back. Here. But I prefer like what and of course like. The way that it has developed, like Clone Wars season seven and Bad Batch look like yes. art, and some of those trees look real. Um, oh. But if you like at gunpoint, I would want my Star Wars shows to look like Rebels or Resistance. Yeah, Agreed. I agree. I agree. I, I, I agree with that. It's it's not so stylized that it's like it feels like so there there, yeah. there are many times when like, uh, and I think that's why like Cad Bane showing up in Book of Boba Fett was so jarring. It's because that that Cad Bane in animation is Clone Wars animated. It's not a one-to-one Duros. Exactly. I, I feel like in in uh, Rebels and Resistance, they go a little bit more one-to-one because they're dealing with so much legacy mm-hmm. in those shows, which I guess yeah. you could argue, like, you know, Anakin's a main character in Clone Wars. I, I don't know. The I thing guess about it, that is that it was, it was its own from 2008 on, yeah. but it was in the tradition of the Tartakovsky. Even sure. though they're not connected... The Dooku mm-hmm. carries over, the Grievous carries over, kind of like the, the Tartakovsky Grievous is more all white and stuff. But yeah, yeah but I would still take Gindi over uh, Clone. I probably like, would too. Like, could you imagine it, that? In could you imagine all seven seasons of that done in two D? Oh my god, I would love it. I'm not. I don't want this to be a. We don't like <laughs> Clone Wars animation. No, it's <laughs> not. I love. No, it's still no, gorgeous, no, no. but it's yeah. just here and it gets better, guys. It, it does. gets yeah. so much better. <laughs> you see the fear well, in Jarrus's eyes. I think Resistance too did the same thing. I mean, really, I think the animation from season one to season two, yeah, vastly improved. Not vastly, I don't want, but you could tell those shots, especially in season two of the with the Colossus. Man, there were just some gorgeous shots when it was in space. It, but you yeah. feel like and, we um, had to wait for it to get better because, like, I remember right, yeah. with Rebels, like in like mid season two, where we really started seeing more than just Lothal mm-hmm. in space. Um, it started to get a little more detailed because it's like, all right, we've got to do new things. Yeah, um, you earn the audience things. trust. Your your budget, you have to like sort of, right? You sort of get there. It gears up like it, and and that was like 
visually and in terms of story, right? Because season mm-hmm. two, it's like you got right. like Aos Prime, you have the casino where the uh, Bluey the Hut lives. I forget his <laughs> yeah. name, but <laughs> no, I like Bluey the Hut. But I feel like from the get go, uh, change your Twitter name right now. At, although it expanded, uh, Resistance looked great. Like when they first roll mm-hmm. up on the Colossus, you see them racing up above them and everything Kaz is taking. Like it looks really good from the get go. It's like if we had mm-hmm. gotten season seven animation in 2008 yeah um and so uh but uh for you before we go too far from <laughs> that point uh, <laughs> lo, like mm-hmm. w- was it slice of life or movie tie-in for you or kind of similarly kind of that cocktail yeah i think i think it was the combination of the of of it all like you kind of knew where you were in the area or in this era mm-hmm. you know you're like okay this is where we are with the Force Awakens. Okay, Last Jedi. We we know where we're at, and I did like I think Alden you mentioned kind of earlier where like it, the show didn't rely on these old characters that we knew. These are fresh characters, and it kind of reminds me of Andor in a way where like we are more ground level than you know with these characters that we have grown up with with Anakin with Obi Wan with all that. So I like how Resistance really did the kind of ground level in its own way and you're following this certain type or these this certain community like Alden was saying yeah. too earlier this certain community of a colossus where like it's just these people living on a huge space platform yeah. and then like everything kind of just falls apart like right in front of them and we know what is going on in other areas but to see it from their version especially for Kaz especially for his you know his parents being on Hasnian and knowing what that meant for us because we knew what happens in the force awakens like it's that's some deep stuff um but again i like i liked how they blended it in though they didn't go like too far they didn't you know they didn't like not ignore it they they did a nice blend of like showing us where we were what we were doing in this era and then other things that were happening because we were just focused on at that time you know focused on ray and poe and all that but right. now we were focused on this whole other group and what they were going through. And it was it was a really fun adventure for two seasons. And I, I agree with Alden. Disney Plus, we would have got more if this was a couple years later. I think we would have got more seasons of this. And it would have been yeah. great. It would have been I, great. I agree. I was even thinking, I was like, man, if they one day just dropped, it's just like, you know, sequel, Star Wars Colossus. Like, I'd be oh, just as you are, You're there. similar to me in that way, where I was like, what about like just like a two hour special and you call it like Star Wars Resistance, the Battle of Exegol? Because like we know that they're there. Yeah. I don't know if you've read the novelization of Rise, yep. but they do the call-ins that are not in the movie and you can hear Kaz go like Fireball standing by. And then when I think Fireball's uh, yeah. the only one visually there, if yeah. I remember, or they're all okay. So like not make it. It's one of those things where it's like, if you, <laughs> if you like squint and maybe like, it's like, it's like, <laughs> I know that Fireball, Taurus ship, and Rieger's ship. Rieger? Yeager. Yeager. Rieger's from Mass Effect 2. Uh, Kyle Rieger is a character from Mass Effect 2. That's the thing we're not talking about. Uh, Yeager's (laughs) ship is, they're all there because they showed in a video, an ILM video, the live action assets. Uh, Yeah. So they're in there, but in the same way that hundreds of ships are in there. So it's like, where? I don't know. Ships are there. Yeah. And the Colossus was there, wasn't it, on Mexico? 
I can't they, remember. I don't know why I want to say like that, but I can't a fortress thing was there. Whether okay. it was that one, we don't know. We don't know. But. All right, that's fair. That's Dope fair. As hell. Uh, yeah, I love mm-hmm. I love uh, a vertical ship. I, like I love a non traditional starship because yeah. lo and behold, like space physics aren't the same as like, like aerodynamics are not a factor. All of these things. No. Um, oh, so and also, you love those big fortresses in Last Jedi, the bomber oh, yeah. fortresses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and um, what's the one, the one from Star Wars Squadrons? Um, I don't know. Oh, we've, we've heard him <laughs> talked about forever, and then they like finally the Starhawk. Yes, uh, yeah. like the, the, the it looks like a flying so. gun. It looks like it just looks like a flying gun, which essentially <laughs> it it does kind like of like Megatron. No, <laughs> it, rabbit hole. I like weird shit. Transformers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, I do think that's part of the misdirect with it is it, Star Wars Rebels and Star Wars Resistance tells you what you need to know in like the level of the character pyramid that this story is taking place. Mm-hmm. And that that's kind of what it prepares you for. Um, and lo and behold, like in a story of like normies, uh, by by many accounts, um, you're going to get a, a very different, very either familial or communal kind of story. Like mm-hmm. it just builds around the relationships of these characters yeah. more than the mm-hmm. cause. The cause is there; uh, it's the commonality of them, but it's not the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, they're trying to protect the Colossus and their way of life. Um, you know, like with the Ghost Crew, it's like we're trying to stay together. Mm-hmm. Uh, regardless of our sides, because you know, Rebels really blows the top out because you've got the the Mandalorian cause, you've got the Rebel cause, you've got the Jedi cause, you've got like so many things at play. Um, for for me, I really did enjoy the movie tie-in stuff, not because I felt like uh, it needed to latch on to the movies, but I liked the buildup of the First Order because like they kind of just show yeah. up. Yeah. in the force awakens mm-hmm. um hosnian is just gone i don't I, you just told me that planet's name i don't know much about it i have no connection this really builds that out it it gives a little bit more uh of, of where they come from but also a little bit more mystery it's, it's just like they're showing up they're mining something and then they're gone you know it's just like they're working in the shadows um i thought that was interesting i liked the well the new republic is here and they know about us but the resistance isn't like endorsed in every like it just felt like it was the world building missing from at least episode seven for for me like Mm -hmm. feed it to me i loved it you've talked about it before i was crying when the credits were like rolling yes but i i loved so much of it that i wanted answers to not like yeah. the mm-hmm. like nerd I'm gonna hassle like yeah. Lucasfilm employees on Twitter. Hundred percent. Yeah. You know, it's just like. Yeah. Wait, and on, I love you... seven too, but seven is a is a this is not a criticism for anybody watching or listening, <laughs> but it is just a it does it very well. So it's, again, not bad, but it's a slight overcorrection on the prequel era, mm. of like I think that they were like. Well, after those, you know, taxation of traitors things that everyone made fun of for 20 years, maybe <laughs> we just are less than 20, I know, but maybe we just <laughs> allude to things like it has it has less of it. Like you could pick it up like they talk about in Force Awakens that the resistance like Huck says in his speech, like 
the resistance is supported by the new republic you get a little bit of it in the crawl so like it can be pieced together but resistance fully fleshes it out like opening the pilot with leia and with poe recruiting kaz and kaz's and the blue flight suit mm-hmm. of the new republic x-wing like that was the first time we ever saw that with those sexy new x-wings too yeah yeah, yeah. Like 80s or 85s or whatever they are but yeah they nice. to show you like oh okay so they didn't want to fight on the record and that's mm-hmm. what happened and everything got turned down hi page turners uh so that whole I, I might know your name page turners i just don't know your name offhand um some people say, Marr. Uh, oh that's Brennan of course it is yeah oh I hear uh we might be battling soon in a certain trivia match Brennan Mark. but, <laughs> but uh easy on our buddy there that hasn't but, been uh, fully announced so right but yeah um yeah it's a it's just an interesting way to provide a little bit more of like forward momentum that way by the time Poe meets Lor Santeca you're like oh he's been I get doing like, this leading and, yeah exactly yeah. and, and um yeah, so for me, it's less of, oh, a movie character showed up. It's definitely that world building. It's like, oh, this is yeah. like, you know, like you mentioned, like when he mentions Jakku, when, when, mm-hmm. um, like, you know, it, it wasn't, it was very on the nose. We knew what was going on when they rolled <laughs> up and those planets were like cored out. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's almost like mm-hmm. you can't wait for them to realize what you know. Uh, and they're inadvertently getting you more excited about what yeah. was 30 seconds of a movie. It's the right. under the table. Um, the old have you never heard that? No, <laughs> it's the precursor to JJ Abrams' mystery box. You know that there's a bomb under the table, but the characters do not know because you can see from the other side. Mm. It, oh, yeah, Alfred it, Hitchcock was a genius. Yeah, That's it, all you it, you're glued to it as, as the events mm-hmm. happen, as they realize, you know the possibility. You, yeah. and that's the thing is like we knew that the show was gonna grow up the entire time because they put the mm-hmm. Hosnian thing out there and Kaz's dad being a senator and like. We this they they marked his home for death. Yeah, in a Disney show mm-hmm. from the beginning. Well, and you you admit, from episode one. <laughs> yeah, so which makes it it sadder. <laughs> you yeah. missed that. I did early I, on. Yeah, and then when they renamed dropped it, I was just like, oh. Yeah, when like Hutch shows dead. up. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it was it was because it, it was interesting because it like it was it was more sudden. And so you got to have that full like, wait, did they just like like you had the yeah. whole reaction? Whereas mm-hmm. again, although I'm like internally invested the first time this is happening, I'm also just mm-hmm. sitting there like, you what's, know, like I'm just gonna come with this, you know, watching. Yeah. But yeah. you're like, you got you were into it because of that, exactly. Um, and, and I like how you know we're talking kind of about lore building too. I mean, we had a artifact like hunter. Uh, what was her name? Mika Gray. Yeah. Freaking awesome. Like yeah. that whole kind of episode. I think I can't remember if it was one or two, but like learning about that, that she was searching for these, I think these Sith holocrons or Sith artifacts. Like yeah. that was amazing. That was so cool. Again, we would have never known that if we didn't get a show like Resistance. You know, yeah. they set that up for us because yeah. of what they did. You know, it was oh, I love that. That that's the little stuff I think I liked about resistance is it did flesh out like we're kind of talking about flesh out the world that maybe we weren't aware of at the time because we knew of the sequel trilogy the you know force awakens last jedi rise of skywalker we knew what was going on but to get that other look from a different part of the galaxy and what other people were going through that was really like a lot of what i enjoyed out of the show 
the most is seeing what other people were going through during that time that, oh, Ray's doing this, Poe's doing that, this fight's going on over there, but these people are doing some other stuff over here too. And like important, like kind of important things almost too, like a Sith, like artifact hunter. Like that was so cool and so fresh and so new. I loved it. I loved when they did that stuff in the yeah. show. Well, and what was interesting, it, and we rewatched uh, Resistance going into uh, this episode. Mm-hmm. And at, for whatever reason, this time I'm like realizing, wait a minute, this is well after eight. So this might, this plays a little bit more into what's going on with like the Rise of Skywalker, where right. like, they're hunting or pseudo hunting uh, Palpatine or answers to uh, what's going on in the unknown region. So it's just like, oh, it's getting yeah, a little more the whole, like the fact that there's mm-hmm. first order raiders in that Mika episode and like the yeah. newer Good class. I mean, that's mm. the like I sort of said it with the droids, but like troop designs, ship designs, creatures, even familiar aliens in new ways. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, have been like someone like we've all loved Plo Koon and we love the Keldor race, but Bo Keevil is like this cooler, it's like he's like a different <laughs> sort of like a pilot Keldor that we had never seen before, also voiced by Dave Filoni, just like Chopper is. Yep. Um, mm-hmm the the whole sort of the way that it embraces like one. the different aesthetics yeah and 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 people and characters like you were saying well like mika like i talked about my love for vanessa who's just incredible you mm-hmm. get a bounty hunter whose name is axe tagrin yeah <laughs> axe to grind that's you, the greatest thing i love i mm. he's awesome <laughs> I want to cosplay as X someday, <laughs> even though that is highly unlikely because I am a very tiny boop. I think it'd be more awesome. Uh, I, I can stand on some of someone's shoulders. We don't know. He might be five three. You know, he I might could. be. He might be a little over Logan size. Right, Get Dave Filoni size chart for us, please. please. Um, <laughs> but same thing with that Iktachi. Like all we had was Sassine Ten. Like all we had was that one Jedi that was really mm-hmm. cool in Gindy's and just so there cool. for the prequels so cool. um, and so like getting another of his species as well because i don't know if that had happened yet more authorians um, too while we're at it if we're yeah, making yeah. we got a green duros the huts um, the duros there was mm-hmm. uh the the whole the whole bebo storyline <laughs> like what's going on there with the steam monster and everything and it just was willing to embrace like i mean even someone like aunt z is the oh, same for plot, but yeah, how she puts a whole different angle on that. I love um, Z. He's yeah. spectacular. Absolutely. Well, we're we're getting into it already, and it's perfect because uh, they are here. So Danny, Danny. Uh, we got to uh, connect with Danny on Twitter and find out. Wow, you re- like? I thought we yeah. liked Resistance. You really like Resistance. They are spectacular. Um, and so I was like, all right. So, but you know, like if you had to place why why uh and for them it was the characters exactly mm-hmm. what we're talking about like just the 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 unique and interesting uh there, there's not a bad one in the bunch even if they are a side of a side character um because i think at times uh I, th- I think you were generous alden in calling some of the aces side characters because you know we're lucky if they get <laughs> like five small. lines a season mm-hmm. they're nigh on glove shadows um yeah you know, like <laughs> yeah uh, Griff gets all of his like development in that in that first episode. episode on Eros. Like mm-hmm. you know, Griff uh, hype is probably like hierarchy of them is like Torah yeah. hype. Yep, I think maybe Griff 
Is it Freya? Freya, I, I, yeah, Freya, and I would say is, Freya and Bokeevil are the like are the bottom tied two. For last for yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and, and you know, quality, obviously, like, but like in 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 development, like they're just yeah. sure. You know, oh, you have the accent and you have a weird face. Yeah, you're the British one who lives in a trash can. You're yep. Nikki. Um, <laughs> so for you, uh, let's let's go ahead and talk about characters. Um, do you do you? Uh, we'll start with you. Okay. Who? Do you Can have I... any favorites? Oh man. Ooh, I love Bucket. Honestly, yeah. Bucket's my favorite character. Yeah. So many good droids. There's a lot of good droids in the show. Disney has like Assassin's Creed level precision Ooh. with <laughs> like droids, like getting it right with droids. Every mm -hmm. single one a banger, oh. like even down mm -hmm. to the mouth droids. But yeah, Bucket <laughs> coming out of his little cabinet, his apartment, as I called it <laughs> in that first episode, I was immediately like, oh, look at you. You're a mess. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> like and I thought it couldn't get like more uh old and war torn and grizzled than like Chopper. I thought like no. Chopper was like uh, rough and tumble. Hates. But Bucket has at least like Bucket's experiences have made Bucket like sort of like a wise old man droid. <laughs> not, <laughs> not a complete monster like Chopper can be. True. He, he didn't go, go oh, full Chopper. guns a blazing like but, yeah. but I, I do, yeah, like Bucket and, and Jarek's like whole relationship was was nice. Like, you know, I just think of old man and his dog kind of. Um, That's exactly what like it is, more except the dog is a fully sentient being. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. um, I remember like my heart sinking the first time, like um, when, when they're escaping and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I know you wanted to make the stakes real, but like y'all didn't have to go for Bucket like Please that. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> he's okay he's fine and yeah, also i just i love slapdash droids in general mm -hmm. like, i love you are just an endoskeleton <laughs> yeah like right love yeah like well and we also get a, a number of really good ones oh, like i didn't some excellent droids mean to make it about droids but no like, we're making um, it about droids let's talk about droids you know we're, <laughs> with with benincia like i love torch mm. um mm. We get an R2 unit with a, a transparent dome. That's cool. So freaking cool. All the aces mm -hmm. have really cool ones. Like Griff's is one of my favorite because it's like a probe droid head. And also like <laughs> those, um, oh, I can't remember their numbers, but the the service mantis-like droids. Oh, yeah. the ones in uh, Doza Tower. Yeah, those are so freaking cool. Yeah, They're great. Mm -hmm. They are mm -hmm. excellent. They sort of like aesthetically feel like they're in the same family as mm. the new republic security that we see in mandalorian yeah i was gonna prison mm. thing. that's like, good called yeah. like the, those and bunny droids one. put together <laughs> yeah. is what is yeah. what you get dude i freaking love also them. um what's his name uh uh is it do they just call him b1 or does he have his own name yes. uh they call him b1 b1 and his whole squad of b2s that <laughs> they that can't not are, include them so good they're they're wonderful i just everything was just felt flushed out in they, that way technologically the, they felt mm -hmm. they felt so at home with the aesthetic of characters like the goofy yes. and the, and all that like it was good yeah. and cb23 is just yeah just queen, wonderful as we've said and the one that is not bb90 but is more of a sociopath, Oof, like that actually is, a threat, <laughs> as actually dangerous. That, that was that a has, really good episode. It has its own 
BB designation. I forget. It has like BB, and then there's like it's like three characters after that. Oh, look at um, but it that one is a monster. Um, yes. they did a, they did a good job with the threats feeling real and with the stakes feeling real. And I know we talked about Kaz, and we've talked about some of that darkness, but let us not forget the reason why Yeager and Marcus Speedstar don't speak to each other. <laughs> that Marcus accidentally killed his family, mm. accidentally murdered his like well, I guess the court of law it would be manslaughter. He accidentally manslaughtered his brother's wife and child yeah. out, of, out of trying to do a stunt with like crazy fuel and trying to be the best racer and like because they're introduced like oh it's my brother Marcus and he's a he's a jerk and I was like okay like what happened and then oh my god like, like legitimate yeah. reason <laughs> yeah well and it it's when like something I would count as like that's a slice of life episode to me. That's one of those yeah. episodes where it's just like we're just in the goings on of our our cast, right? We're not we're not advancing the major story, but we're um, we're we're definitely still existing, um, mm-hmm. and yet still making that substantial. Uh, that's one of the things of it being a two season show is I feel like no time is really wasted. I don't think there's an episode where like this ad like this adds nothing this does nothing like it's mm-hmm. it's all going somewhere whether it's character mm-hmm. development or whether it's advancing the plot it yeah. does something i will reiterate that in star wars there is no such thing as filler there is I only agree. cement between the bricks yep, yep. no i agree boop i Vibes. think for me for, yeah for me i think i like a lot of the i mean we're talking about you know for sorter i love a lot of those characters i mean agent tyranny Fascinating. Fascinating character. Yeah. That facilitates uh, an incredible redemption arc for Tam. The tyranny right. Tam, like the, the inverse mentor that you should not mm-hmm. be listening to. Right. Uh, was a great arc. Right. I mean, just Tam's, Tam's journey overall was probably my favorite, <laughs> favorite arc so far. In <laughs> Raising my hand on my old show. <laughs> Yeah. J-Dub. So to take it back, just real quick. So for those wondering, it is MB13A. Oh, it's not even a BB MB13A? MB13A, yep. Psychopath. So murder droid. Gotta love them. Murder ball. That's why it's MB. That's canon. I don't know that. I like it. So the other would be murder ball? <laughs> Burger ball. If Burger you open ball. up BB-8, ball. he's a grill. Burger ball. <laughs> he's, he's full of rope, and he is full. <laughs> is BB-8 the hamburglar? Could be. There's I like comes in the adult Happy ball. Meals that they sell now. Yeah, but but yeah, I think I mean a lot of those first order. You know, again, uh, Tierney and Tam were a great storyline. Um, we I talked like about that. yeah. I like that of, of Tam's thing with choosing the first order. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that was a Not really interesting a choice. Yeah. Yeah. That was, mm-hmm. I loved where, where they went with that. Yeah. And, and we talked about uh, Pry, Commander Pry. I mean, again, great, great character. I, I just like those because we don't get, I mean, we get them, but we don't get them a lot in Star Wars where you focus like a ton on the other side. Like, that's why I kind of love Andor right now because we're really focusing on the ISB, which is one of my yeah. favorite things. So I think the show kind of started that focus on you know the the Imperial or the First Order and everything like that. But I, again, I mean, we talked about the main characters, Kaz, Tora, all of them are great. Yeager is one of my favorite characters, 
But it, I think Mika Gray are going to go back to her. One of my mm. favorites is fascinating characters. Like, where has she been? What has she been doing? What is her I love? Life? A weird old I want to know all that. Yeah. That was supposed to be Ventress. Mm. Yeah. So at one yeah. point they talked about that being an elderly Ventress. Uh, but then, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't work because of them having oh. used the scripts to Listen, kill if, her. And the... If there was anything that they could circumvent that I would just not ask questions about, it would be a Ventress just showed up again. It, it's, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. It's don't witch care. magic. She can come back. Also, like, Please. in a post-mall resurrection world, like, death is... The only people that in fiction that need to stay dead are Uncle Ben and the Waynes. That's my rule, basically. <laughs> like those are the only people that, that death needs to be final for. That's it. Hey, uh, I, I love that. <laughs> um, because we've we've mentioned him a couple of times, I just have to shout out for. So I love I love uh, Commander Pyre. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 second best to make second the shiny armor look good. Mm-hmm. Um, made even better because uh, he's voiced by Liam McIntyre, uh, aka Spartacus. Um, oh. uh, yeah, from second that Spartacus star, from that star show. I am Spartacus. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I am Queen Amidala. Uh, it's amazing. <laughs> they did that in the I game. am Queen Amidala. It's such a good joke. Uh, uh, yeah, I know. He's, he's, he's awesome. He's like, he really brought it to that he's, part. He's done a few voiceover things. Um, yeah. but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's he, beautiful he, man. They, they did well with the voice talent. I think you mentioned it earlier, Lauren, but like, like really um expanding the list it's not just d bradley mm-hmm. baker and a few of the same people that elijah wood we got elijah wood elijah wood and like <laughs> in a recurring <laughs> role too playing a yes. jerk right like, oh. enemy elijah uh, wood <laughs> what, okay what, what, what's wrong what happened why elijah <laughs> Look, okay. explain, darling? is it about the good son okay we can't go in this was the original nicholas cage I, this goes back years of oh, nerd herder content episode. don't go back oh. and listen to it because it's garbage it wasn't the first episode but it was early on where like you said something it was just like i hate that guy no, you said that you wanted to fight him physically but specifically frodo that way you have more of a size advantage <laughs> no i'll say i'll take full-on elijah wood i don't, don't even take care John the haircut, will you take elijah wood from sin city that movie was called. <laughs> maybe not sin city that's the but most dangerous elijah that, wood. for sure um, I don't know. I, He's I, pretty okay with that arms. Add it to the list of characters I need therapy for. I don't know, but not even characters. He's a real person. I'm sorry, but <laughs> the fictional person Elijah Wood. <laughs> you know what I need to do? I need to show you that video of Dominic Monaghan interviewing Elijah Wood, and that will change your opinion completely. I think it's because it's the gag one, right? It is. Yeah, oh, I uh, think I've seen that. Video weeks. Have you won wigs? I, I I enjoy Elijah Wood in the context of his Hobbit friends. I, like it, like yeah. when the gang is all together, I yeah. love their yes. chemistry. I I really enjoy a lot of that right. press junket and, and behind the scenes. You didn't watch as a child. Um, <laughs> I, I, he's he's very close to Liv Tyler. He's very close where it's just like looking at you makes me Don't viscerally bring angry. Your Liv Tyler um, hatred into this podcast. <laughs> the Incredible in Hulk was or, or on earlier. Look, this this is not what we're here for. We're here to love Star Wars Resistance. But he is a jerk in this show. He is a so jerk. So you're, you're justified is... here. Exactly. And I hate his character almost as much as I hate him. So... Jace, just Rucklin. <laughs> is it Rucklin? Rucklin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He sucks. But we also got, for the Hamilton fans, David Diggs as yes, Norad Kev. What, He's a great what, character. I have to I have to mention. So what I love is uh, what you, you are like, 
who who is that? Like, uh, you know, what it's like for Jace? Right, what, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny. Because I didn't recognize the voice at first, but yeah. then you were like, "It's David Diggs," and I launched myself well, across the room. <laughs> but when when I searched it, what I love is that the top result was actually a tweet of yours, Alden. <laughs> Oh, yeah, uh, add, adding him for that. It's just like, oh, thanks, Alden. <laughs> well, that was when, yeah, I remember because that was when Hamilton dropped on Disney Plus. Yeah, and Resistance was there, so I was making the point like, you like Hamilton, do you one of the main characters like in Hamilton. Resistance, and uh, Alex Damon, who's a big Hamilton fan, and He's the replies said something about like, uh, like change one of the lyrics to Resistance. So I wrote one of the verses of uh what i miss as a resistance verse and i always think about star wars in the hamilton soundtrack i still haven't because you know <laughs> i don't have musical ability but uh at some point maybe but yeah great characters uh jace and norath and mika uh, and vanisa empire i mean just the mm-hmm. people we've talked about so far and like just real quick about vanisa the doza romance in general mm-hmm. as being like this it's sort of like lost starsy but they're older people like yeah lost stars is about it happening they're young and in love and they're on different sides now this is we were young and in love we were on different sides and i redeemed him by being a space mommy like (laughs) and and that he's like the whole rendezvous point rendezvous point is in my top four or five star wars episodes as it period period of any show live action animated that whole thing is so beautiful. And then the ending with the hologram of them together and the, the... Ah! it's so good. It, it, uh, yeah. Tugs yeah. at the heartstrings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very powerful. Um, and her X-Wing and, and Scorch. Yeah. Uh, is it Scorch or Torch? Because yeah, he... Torch. Torch. He was going to yeah. be named Scorch. Mm-hmm. I saw in like the, um, the Wikipedia notes. Way. And then they changed it to Torch. And he's an astromech that's like, fix things. What about blowing stuff up? Yes. <laughs> exactly. Uh Astromech uh saboteur. Yeah. Um yeah, I, I love the the spice that she adds in. Like number one, like the backstory it brings forward, obviously. Like mm-hmm. uh all of a sudden now it's just like, oh, Doza's not as like standoffish to the goings on of the galaxy and the the political pillars as he seems, right? So he's very just like, no, we don't get involved, we don't do this, we don't do that. Um it's like, you know, oh, you've got this history uh, yeah. as an imperial. Um, you you defected. Then your wife is currently fighting this battle. Got a dumb hat. Um, like, yeah. it was, and it like it was... puts it all into perspective too. Because season one, it's very easy to get frustrated with him. Yeah, and you're like, what? What's your problem? Like, I'm not saying you're evil, but like, you you're are just difficult. Being, <laughs> you're just being a hardline, like trying to like cut deals and stuff. And then you're like. Oh, you're actively trying to avoid something that you intimately understand. Yeah. That you like have yeah. you've been there. Um, probably have, you know, based on his age, he's probably was there during like the Death Star era. I'm not saying he was part of that, but it's just like that idea of okay, like all the older people of the sequel era that were there carry with them different kinds of weight. Um, yeah, because Jarek's the same that. way, like early in season one, too, where it's just yeah. like pulling teeth to get him to really yeah. be supportive of Kaz mm-hmm. and, and and his whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he not everyone have... is Leia. Not everyone's exactly. like, I'll fight mm-hmm. forever. Like, not everyone has that. And so, to varying degrees, you get, you know, Akbar is still fighting and some other people are still fighting. But these guys 
they they earned their peace. Like you see that Yeager fought on Batu, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, his picture, nice little park tie in there, a story that I'd still love to see. Um, and and it, but it also informs the way that he's able to be a dad for so many of them in different ways. Even people that are like in the group, in but they're not like Sonara. Like yeah. she's, mm-hmm. she's she's like riding that line between pirate and being part of the Colossus crew. But he understands, and so does Doza, and so does you know Poe. Frankly, like people that ride the line. Like this was able to do a lot of middle road characters. Oh, stop! Love it. you, Brian. <laughs> Brian. Brian. Yeah. You flirt. Right. <laughs> I yeah. I it, there's just so much goodness in the show, story wise, character wise. I mean, we've we've talked about a lot. I mean, need we forget Niku? Like Niku is a solid, Love lovable you. character. Like a hundred percent. He's amazing. So so for like the younger generation, but it worked so well, and like he brought and like deflected some of the attention mm-hmm. in that very Star Warsy way, very comic way. Mm. I loved I love his character so so much. And I know a lot of people back then and maybe even now gave him flack, like give that character flack, but I love him. I love that character. Yeah. And can we shout out Buggles? Can we shout out that beautiful little creature? Yes. <laughs> I love yes. that character. I love yes. him. And that I species ended up in the Bad Batch. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. the one that Omega sees on the streets? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was great. I love yeah. I love that this universe was able to get things that had staying power, things that were able to right. move out into other into other forms and stuff. Like that's why I'm like uh, yeah, you would probably Kaz is a lot younger than Christopher Sean, but Christopher Sean is one of those people where it's like he could play him. Oh so God, it's yes. like if it was, you know, if we ended up doing episodes 10, 11, 12, and it's been enough time. Let's have Kaz and have Please. him in the room. He doesn't need to be a main Please. character. I just want to see him. Yeah. I, I, that was that was like my my wish list for for nine. Um, was was oh, dude, getting, I thought it was happening, dude. Mm-hmm. I w- I was mm-hmm. fairly convinced, especially as we started to see more and like, okay, we're really going to see the resistance now because mm-hmm. uh, seven and eight were very we're we're focusing on the gang, right? We're yeah. we're not. Uh, branching out into the full scale battle, but this is the climax, so it's going to be first order. It's going to be resistance mm-hmm. and the gang in the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, surely. I remember surely. they released the because obviously Poe in the first two he has black one, black X wing, mm-hmm. and nine he has the creamsicle X wing, and <laughs> he had <laughs> that's what it is. It's just I'm, a creamsicle, I'm, and I'm uh, a fan of it. They they released like a two pack of like those tiny little ships. And one of them was Poe's new X-Wing. And then there was a green X-Wing in that pack. And I was like, <gasps> like, I was like, oh, God. So I, I tweeted Christopher Sean, like, ah, you know, look at this or whatever. And he responded with like a winking face. Mm. It turns out he was just messing with me. But I really thought I was like, <gasps> is this man telling me that he's going to like, because <laughs> that would have been like, you know, the quickest little thing. Like you just cut. How many times in Star Wars do they just cut to a cockpit? And someone yeah, says one true. thing and then we just move on. Um, but he, he really... Kaz really earned his stripes as a Star Wars lead. I mean, he broke new ground being the first Asian Star Wars lead, yep. being played by an Asian actor, because it's unfortunate to say this, but that's not always the case. Um, you look at somebody like... or Especially in voice way. acting. Especially exactly. in voice acting. Yeah. Like Callus is voiced by a black man. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he was, it's a white face that everyone remembers. So it's a very weird industry. Mm-hmm. Um, but you get... Kaz, like, 
people, some people had a hard time with him at first. I liked him, but I understood that he maybe was a little hard to root for, yeah. but he really came into his own and, and defied my expectations. Cause I had a theory that I was pretty convinced of when season one was first airing that Kaz was a cover and that mm. BB was the spy. That's what oh. I thought was happening. Cause I remember talking to friends and they were like, this guy's such an idiot. Why would Poe trust him? And I'm like, I don't think he does. I think that he's a human to yeah. walk around with BB-8 while BB-8 works. He's the cover. It's that uh, Kaz doesn't know that. That's actually um, kind of hilarious. a good theory. Yeah. I like but it. But they ended up, they ended up still making it work even, even though it was yeah. genuine. Just like, all right, I guess, you know, the puppet works. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I, I love, uh, Kaz and and I definitely awesome. and which mm -hmm. kind of segues into to my uh, last question to kind of to wrap it up because obviously it's it's two yeah. seasons it's it's it it's bingeable in like I think fifteen hours yeah um, I need to mention though Niku oh for sure sorry yes. yeah you need to remind me of the voice actor's name because I cannot remember Josh Brent? Josh Brenner Brenner mm -hmm. so, Brenner he's on Silicon Valley yeah he's so good. And and Alden. Oh, oh boy. He Am plays Donatello in Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja. Really? That's the yeah, recent he, one, right? The really yes. recent one? He is so good, yeah, by the way. If you are put Ooh. off by that, um, it's very different from you know the lore of the other shows. Is that the and one where their weapons new. are a little different and like Donatello has go like goggles? Yes. Yeah. That's the one. It's yeah. so freaking good, it, man. It's, yeah. it's very evocative of like... Gendy style, and and I mean right. that in yes. the era, not explicitly like that artist, but the, Ben Schwartz is in it. Yeah, he's yeah, watch he's, it. Where where can I watch this? Where can Netflix. I watch this? Netflix has it. Right. It has it has the three seasons in the movie. Yeah. Um. Nice. It, it's very good. So it's good. it's beautiful animation. It's it's really good TMNT content. The only thing I cannot get behind is Mikey says, "Oh my gosh!" instead of "Oh my gosh." <laughs> Oh me gosh! Yeah, yes. there's this thing now with modern. Uh, well, because you know you're never going to top Kawabunga. No, so, of not. like they're constantly trying new catchphrases with with them. Uh, not going to happen. Yeah, they're uh, not going to happen. Oh, what was uh, what was it in the Nickelodeon one though? Um, I don't remember. Oh, it's been that long goodness. since I watched it. Uh, well, it, that the was that is... was a good second uh, or replacement anyway. But yes, yeah. yeah. I, I said while we were watching the show. You know, this dude is really good at playing autistic coded characters. <laughs> and like Niku is a character that I was not expecting to identify with in general. But like it's he really do be like me. Right. And he yeah. comes he comes with uh his his trusty neurodivergent water bottle too, if you if you notice. Uh, mm -hmm. I love Mine's I love it. Right over there. <laughs> and they also did the similar a lot of people pointed out when it started, like it's the same it's a similar device that they gave Drax of the literal interpretations of everything. Mm -hmm. Well, I disagree because like I think with Drax it's dry, like the, the humor. Mm -hmm. It comes from a dry Oh yeah, yeah. Nuku, it is one hundred percent genuine. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Which, which mm -hmm. is, it it's hard to explain, but it hits it hits different. Yeah. Um they're both hilarious if we're so, one like so but, spectacular. But um no, I, I love that little family. Um, you know, when we talk about rebels with uh Milk Daddy from uh, Podcast <laughs> of the Wills, um we spent a lot of time talking about family the, the 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 family that that show was really about mm -hmm. um and you know this show it's very much that like i you know when we were watching and talking through it's like 
much more about the characters and the relationships and the and not the big scheme. Like we we know how it's going to work out. We know that the the star destroyers are going to come down and Palpatine will get destroyed. Like we know the the big story. It's like yeah. much more interesting following them and their interactions with each other. Right. Absolutely um, love the minutia. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um so final question. With that the minutia was so good. All of it was so good. Um it, it is two seasons currently. Uh, do you think that's a perfect little encapsulated package, or it, would you like to see it continue? Um, and, and and if so, which way would you like? I, I, in fact, um, Danny, uh, who mentioned earlier, um, they have a big thing for Jarek and Venetia, uh, like back in you know fighting against the empire so so more about yeah rewind a little prequel for this yeah i think that there's huge potential there like you could do a like an all-star that generation on one mission like pose parents (laughs) venisa um maybe that maybe that could be the story of how emmanuel turns uh, and joins mm. them. You could have Leia there. Like, you, there's a lot of people that make it. Iden Versio that make it to the sequel era. Um, that were there. That that would be cool to see. That I think that you know, like I said, Resistance special that does Exegol, um, and sort of like solidifies a lot of stuff we know about that battle because like we don't see Lando and Chewie getting reinforcements in the movie, mm-hmm. but they did record Billy D doing the message and used it on Star Tours. Mm-hmm. So if you go on yeah. Star Tours now, you see Billy D comes up if you get the Exegol planet, obviously, and that goes in there. And or maybe it's for all the times you write it now. But anyway, but I would love maybe even a comic like this has such a, a comic aesthetic to it. Mm-hmm. They just do an issue, do a series called Star Wars Resistance from Marvel True. and just like let us, you know. Yeah, I I like like two seasons was good. I would love more. Like I would love to know post you know, uh, maybe heading into that like we've talked about heading into like those Exegol Rise of Resistance, um, Rise of Skywalker. What were they doing? Like mm-hmm. what, where were they off? How did they, you know, eventually, as we know, canically or canonically, we know Kaz was on Exegol. Yeah. So like, how did they know, how did they get become aware of what was going on? <laughs> Kaz is like that. dodging lightning bolts. Right. It'd be so good. Think about so, who they could meet too. Right. right. I mean, the rebels crew, we, I mean, we, we think we saw the ghost ship uh, yep. there too. So yep. like having, just, ha- tell right. So tell, tell that story. I would love. And then I would love to even go beyond that. Like, give me what was cat. What happened to Kaz after that? What did they do? Mm-hmm. Give me a comic. I think you're right. Spot on. Alden comic would be great. Comic would be perfect for these. I think these characters, yeah. but I I would still love to go back to this animation, and I I, I would love it. It would be so good, especially yeah. post. Mm-hmm. Like you get to, it would be cool to see Poe and Kaz after the Battle of Exegol, right? So they could see like, hey, remember when I dropped you off on that platform? Like how <laughs> yeah. far we've come, and right, or right. or people I've never met. The combinations are insane. Like yeah. you, you're mm-hmm. in Leia, of course, talking about the old days, or somebody like. Oh my god! Imagine Tam meeting Finn, mm-hmm. right? And the two of them having had First Order in their lives and both having chosen to leave it, and you know the 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 conversations that they could have. Mm-hmm. It, there's a lot of of richness there. Uh, imagine Claude and anyone from Star Wars <laughs> Resistance. 
Let's well, imagine Claude. Imagine. <laughs> and then go wash and repent. Imagine <laughs> Claude. Period. You should do an episode of Nurture that's called Imagine Claude. And it's just like ambient sound and a picture of him. Yes. Oh, it's just, it's just, just writing that on an hour long stare down with uh, him in Lego Skywalker Saga. Um, I love him in that game so much. Oh, His mission is insane. Boop that, is booking Elden for that Claude right. episode. Uh, yes. Yeah. Thank, thanks Good. for that. <laughs> um that one killed me mine glitched and so like i would hear like it was the weirdest thing because you you'd um be on um agent gloss and be where claude should be and i could yeah. hear him but i could not see him like his character model was <laughs> that's the stuff you of nightmares so i couldn't I talk hear to him. <laughs> so it's like i just need this mission i'm trying to 100 percent this Give me slug. Oh my gosh. Um, Where is the giant banana slug? I hear him. <laughs> How was he fixing the ship? Right. Your... Okay. Okay. I don't mean to make this a Claude episode, but like, I just need to address that question real quick. I <laughs> slap his face against the panel. I want you to know I saw Rise of Skywalker two or three days before it came out for work. Amazing. And there was lots to think about in those couple of days where I couldn't really talk about it to anybody. Chief amongst those things was me thinking about. I didn't know his name. Like I knew the name. I had forgotten it. Like we learned it at that celebration that year. But I thought to myself, I was like, that guy has no arms. Like I would sit there and really think about it. And I was like, is he lightly force sensitive and he could do it with his mind? Is because some people have mind powers just part of their species, like Slymore being a umbar and they have light telepathy but that's mm -hmm. not telekinesis so does he have exactly. telekinesis he has his little tendrils on the side of his head can they like extend and he can do stuff does he have a prehensile tongue i, I think being facetious you know how like, you know how sometimes like when you don't want you just wiped your hand after eating a bunch of popcorn you don't want to like go through that <laughs> again so you just like yeah. chameleon tongue it and so it's just like yeah i've been there and yeah <laughs> relatable yeah, very relatable moment right yeah, yeah, yeah. i've been sad on a tuesday yeah i, I just imagine <laughs> that claude's whole body is like a tongue and everything he touches no. is like popcorn it's yeah. just like he touches it it sticks and Can you then... imagine like a videodrome arm coming out of his chest just <laughs> some buttons on the panel or does he have a xenomorph effect but he opens his mouth and a little claude comes out Oh, or no. a, oh my gosh or a, just a a, a human hand <laughs> the, the, the puppeteer <laughs> that's mark oh yes. my gosh this is like going in the way way back machine do you guys remember when that rise of skywalker uh poster leaked and we yeah, were all the like merchandise there's one. no way we are there's no we way are this is real on on the show you can go back don't we don't but like we were on the show being like yeah that's bs that's no that's way. garbage he's like, holding <laughs> a bow caster there's no like, way that i i had reason to 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 know slash believe that it was real and i remember i was on vacation with my ex and and i looked at her and i was like look at this and she was like what am i looking at and i'm like it's like a promo image or something from the new movie and I remember her being like, what is that? Like talking about him on there. A, <laughs> a little like, Cheeto in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> he was just like, yeah, that dude. What a guy. Claude uh, <laughs> cast. And he would uh, fit in perfectly with this. Oh, mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, for, sure. Um, uh, for you. Uh, yes. 
we've clawed it out. Okay, so clawed it out, baby. Absent of Claude. Do you want more from the gang? Um, do you have ideas of maybe what capacity? If so, controversial opinion. Um, no. Don't. God dang it! I hate when you do that. Because I'm a big fan of closure, and I am okay leaving things where they are. And Boop. also, I don't speculate. Boop has this insane ability. Like I'll be like stressing after watching a show, and it's just like it's just it's just over. It's just over. And there's so many things left to know. Like there's so many things left to do. I'm just vibing, man. It's just, you're fine. <laughs> I'm damaged. This in excess after watching Twin Peaks: The Return, where I was just sitting back, like, yeah. And you and were I'm having angry a mental breakdown. <laughs> because it, it made it more confusing. Exactly. That's David Lynch, baby. <laughs> David Lynch directing Claw to Star Wars story. <laughs> Less America. I'm never going to show you Mulholland Drive. Uh, anyway, um, I. So, like, for the story, story, um, I'm really a big fan of, like, let's rewind it. If it's the Battle of Jakku or if it's just in the height of. Rebel versus Empire. Let's get mm. there with uh, Venancy and Jarek, all right? Like, pull in who yeah. you want for the cool cameos and whatever. But, yeah. like, let's make it um, about them get that. Like, we yeah. got the backstory. We got the the highlights that made them who they are for Resistance. But we didn't get their lives. And I'd like that. Yeah. Um, oh, you could have enough. Bucket, but, like, fully but formed. Clothed. Oh. Yeah. Hands <laughs> on. Um, and... Um, because that plays to the greater story, right? Rebels, Empire, mm. like it, it, it has implications. Yeah. Um, for something like completely abnormal to Star Wars to just like live in the mundane, I love like post nine storytelling where mm -hmm. it's just life after like the first order, like them building out, um, you know, the their their lives on yes. Eros. Um, like, is it Eos, Eos or Eros? Eos Prime. I don't know. Because you said the thing afterwards. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, I made that after they said the ace joke. Ace? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm an ace mm. pilot. Uh, uh. Uh, <laughs> ah. I got it. I got anyway, it. Anyway. Um, I, I realized something. Yes. yes. Before we go. You're an ace pilot? There's. I would probably really crash. And also, no. Um, I realized that we skipped... Two of my favorite characters in modern Star Wars, and I'm shocked at myself. Oh, go ahead. Flix and Orca. Yes. Flix and Orca, mm -hmm. who are husbands. And, you know, it's not yeah. outright said in the show, but the creator said so. And yeah. then there's the whole thing about, like, well, whenever we visit your parents, like, whatever, like, you get, like, that whole bit. Yeah. Um, and it's like, of course, would I have liked it to be explicit? Yes. And do I hope it's explicit in Andor that they've teed it up? Yes. Mm -hmm. um, but the their interactions, their whole place on this. It's, it's the fact that you said mundane and rebuilding that made me think of like, <laughs> oh my God, a sitcom of them post Battle of Mexico being like, okay, I guess, that. yes, guess we should have a, buy a house. Like, <laughs> right. Like, well, that, like that, that's the thing is it's like, I know it's probably not interesting to a wide audience and it's a lot mm. of money to spend on a Star Wars sitcom, but like yeah. all of those characters are what make the show. And they're so interesting to me their lives like just on the colossus would be enough like, i think that the, post the book post know. wandavision and she hulk mm -hmm. a case has been made for the return of the sitcom yeah mm -hmm. of a genre sitcom mm -hmm. and, and so much is there um 
And and I remember we had a good conversation. <laughs> and like Boop teased me because um, they ask like, so are, is it like legit? Are are they canonically a yeah. gay couple? And I was mm-hmm. like, well, they argue about the other one's mother a lot. So that's a powerful piece that, of evidence. Yeah, it's canonical for me. <laughs> it's, it's enough evidence. Mm-hmm. Party it's Jim Rash and Bobby Moynihan, who's oh, and Bob, so Bobby's good. like got three Star Wars characters now. Yeah, he's in he's in Visions, he's in this, and he's in the VR. Galaxy's Edge experience and everything. Which, by the way, Boop, if you go to Galaxy's Edge, have you been yet? Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Did you know that Bucket's helmet is there? Gloriously no. realized in live action. No. It's it's a when you go to the the shop stalls by the X wing and the A wing, the different kiosk shops, the Resistance one where you can buy Resistance clothes. If you like, if you're looking at the things to buy, look up and right there with the helmets, Bucket's is sitting there right in the center. Mm. Well, now we need to go. Now we need to go and back. steal it. <laughs> but yeah i like you know I, I i it would be a show or a comic or a book whatever's the cheapest way to do it because i know it's not going to be like like hugely successful but i i love the characters mm-hmm. um and and that's where like i know you love them i'm not saying that you being able to be uh done with something when it's done is not an, yeah. a, a, isn't an absence of I, love i'm okay with stuff ending yeah, mm-hmm. like you, you loved it while it was happening, and you mm-hmm. still loved that it happened. Don't cry because it's over. No. Cry because it happened. I'm the opposite of you, Boop. I, I say milk it forever. I literally have exactly a framed mini poster <laughs> no, no. of Rocky Balboa on my desk at all times. A movie that is a testament to never letting things go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, much- that explains a lot about you, Alden. That well, just explains a lot. I hold a grudge very well. Yeah. <laughs> right. You're practically um, tomorrow. Well, uh, we <laughs> yes. we could go on and on. There's probably uh, many another thing. We I, like I don't know. I, I I don't think we really hit on Von Reg. I love a good Reg mm. boy. Mm. I you know yeah. we just finished talking about Power Rangers last week. You're gonna get me mm. if you paint them red. I'm. It's just easy. And is Havina from Squadrons his mother? His aunt? His See, like that's the brother cousin. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, like, it, well, and Squadrons as well has a lot of tie-in with um, sequel. Like, I'm begging people, right? So part of the reason we did this was to shine a light, talk about Star Wars Resistance, and hopefully intrigue people if they're not um, to explain why we like it. Maybe we want you to like it more or at all. Um, but along that, if I could tack on other things, it's just like, please, like, give Star Wars Resistance an untethered uh, chance. Like, just go into it. Not that it would make the sequel trilogy work for you. Not that it would be better than Rebels or whatever. But just that you would have fun. Because you will if, if you go in expecting that. Um, if you really want to chomp into the lore that this does help build out for the sequel trilogy. Um, if you don't play video games, watch the freaking cinematics for Star Wars Battlefront 2. Right? Mm. Watch the cinematics mm. and get into the lore of Star Wars Squadrons. They all are in that interesting period of leaving somewhere. And it's so good. It's so good. If you um, combine, like I've been saying this ever since uh, Luke and the book of, well, Luke and Mandalorian, but really Luke and Book of Boba, the, what they have built across novels and across Battlefront 2, across squadrons, across all this stuff, comics is that they, they have built like an entire pantheon of post-Return of the Jedi stories 
that is just rewards you, rewards you, and rewards you until you realize that what seemed like a like a dream back when the Force Awakens was coming. Like yeah. I'm so excited for seven, but you would hear a lot of people say, "I still kind of wish I knew what happened though." Like in the 30 years, like mm-hmm. I still kind of wish this, these had been made, and you know, whenever I wish George had done them, whenever. It's all happening right now. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly, it's Enjoy all it. happening. Yeah, let it happen. And so, uh, yeah, that, it it'll do nothing but pay in dividends if you check it out. And, mm-hmm. and the biggest thing is just to check your expectations at the door because yes. it's not you, dear watcher, listener, sweet person. Um, our culture keys us up to having these expectations because our culture profits on whether or not your expectations are met and you gush and market it for them or whether it you hate it and you uh, you know play into the algorithm of reviewership and whatnot. Like it's built on giving you a strong opinion one way or the other. If you just mm-hmm. check it at the yeah. door, you might just have fun, uh, yeah. which is kind of the point deep down amongst all of this Bacon and space stuff is just <laughs> have fun. Maybe learn something on how to be a good person. Please, um, dear God. But if if you can't <laughs> you can't do that, at least at least have fun. I am available <laughs> for possessions if you need to learn how to turn your brain off and enjoy a piece of media. Honestly, right? Yeah. My, a my, Squarespace class. <laughs> <laughs> my cousin Andrea always says too. It's sometimes it's Star Wars, like new Star Wars. Or like or shows like Resistance, it's it's content within this you know franchise that we never knew we needed, but then when we got it, it was amazing. Yeah, like it was a story that I never would have thought of of like being that captivating and being involved, but it was it was good for two yeah. seasons. It was good, and I'm 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 with you, J uh, J Dubs. Like I want more. I want like a third season. Like give to me. <laughs> I love it so much. I love it so much. The, oh, this is actually a patron uh, stretch goal where, uh, you know, for $25, uh, if we get 25 patrons of that, we'll mail you framed grass uh, mm. for you to touch whenever you just get riled just up by Twitter. At your <laughs> just a little slice. <laughs> just a little slice um, for you. Well, you, you, you definitely learn, hit the nail on the head. Like, I didn't know I needed this community show. Like, I, I was very much sold on all right, we're going to build up the resistance. We're going to get into the gritty with the, the soldiers and what's leading to this great war. Like, I like Jedi mm-hmm. and all this, but I've always said, like, Han Solo was the one for me. Like, way before I was interested in the, the lightsaber-wielding wizards, I was w- baffled by the, the Western, you know, saucer pilot uh, and his <laughs> weird dog. Um, so Star Wars Resistance? Heck, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they switched it up and... Lo and behold, I got a show that I enjoy much more, uh, and despite only being two seasons, has more longevity with me than just cool space battles and yeah. dog fighting and racing. Yep, it goes places. Yeah. It's amazing. Yep. Um, and so, if in an hour and a half we've not summarized enough reason, <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Just if just you run it. out of things to watch, just watch it. I don't know. See you in a year. If if, if, if having sex is, is upsetting you and too much, uh, maybe go uh, watch this yeah. instead. Um, you know. Oh, my God. I saw their feet. It was off screen. <laughs> oh, God. Listen, Charlie Cox can get it. OK, like it's just, it's <laughs> both of them. Let's just be honest. Dude, <laughs> Jennifer I have never, and Matt. True. I, have never, I don't know if you're going to do a nerd herder on She-Hulk, but 
sign me up if you do that. <laughs> I am like, I, you know, dudes are not my thing. But when he leaned in and said, I can hear your heartbeat. I was like, <gasps> what, what, like yes. not since Stardust has Charlie like yes. made me go like, Ooh. Yes, Stardust. Oh my god. Uh, is is this gonna turn it is part two of this the Stardust? Just cast? Stardust? Yeah. <laughs> I've been telling people, I'm like, hey, you like the Sandman, you like good omens, you gotta do Stardust oh or Coraline. God. Like that is the unsung Neil Gaiman fantastic adaptation. It's amazing. <laughs> one of the first uh, movies that we watched together. And uh one of my favorite like romantical gifts. You got me the book because like boop like dropped the wisdom on me when I showed you, I was like I want to show you one of my favorite like rom-com movies. You're like, yeah, I've, I've seen the book. And I'm like, there's a book. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. Uh, Nerd Herder can historically be uh, counted as we can't read. So uh, <laughs> that's true. In the canon of your show, you're illiterate. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Not in real life. Canon. We have two. It's funny because I make that joke all the time. And I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and blow your minds. It is a joke. We're doing two lore heavy episodes coming up, both having to do with me having read a book and you not. <laughs> and I'm very excited about Two? That. Yeah. Hell else. What's the other one though? Exorcist. Really? That's yeah. a book too? By the I haven't watched the movie. Anyway, all right. So you know what I have watched? I, I, I watched a fun little uh summer getaway movie. Um you may have heard of it, uh, but it's going to be the basis for next week's episode. And so as always, we have a little teaser for that for those that decided to tune in for this so um in, enjoy this little ditty there's a legend round here a killer buried but not dead a curse on crystal lake a death curse jason bory's curse died as a boy but he keeps coming back few have seen him and lived some have even tried to stop him no one can Jason Lorhees. Yes. So strap in. Um, for the next three weeks, Nerd Herder's getting spooky. Uh, Boop is hey. taking over, and it's going to be fun. Um, so, yeah. So you want to tune into that. Starting off with uh, a franchise we love 
uh, dearly in the the mm. horror mythos. Um, One of my favorite horror franchises all, yep. of all time. And uh, it just gets more nuts from there. I mm. watch a movie that uh, I've been putting off for 28 years. I um, and a book. You make me read a book. Uh, you I'm know, not it's gonna make you read it. It's but gonna get I'm wild. Going to read certain parts from it to you, <laughs> mm. like oh. the tuna in the bathtub. Mm. No, no, Did... it's a trout. There's a fish in the percolator. So uh, <laughs> it all starts next week. Uh, and hopefully uh, you, dear listeners, watchers, and lovely people will join us. But uh, before we wrap up, uh, both of you um, uh, have your actual professional uh, better than this podcast. Yes. Um, so if, if our, our listeners want to know what quality sounds like and check out your stuff, um, Lo, where, where can they find you and, and your latest content? Because you're working on some Andor stuff, aren't you? Yeah, we are. Me and Andrea on Galactic Podcast are doing our Andor recaps. We actually just had the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Elton Diaz on here, did uh, episode <laughs> five. So that was really fun. Uh, but yeah, we're on Apple Pod, Google Play, Spotify, all the big stuff. And then we're on Twitter at Galactic Pod. And then I am on Twitter at Loro Knows. So, yeah. I don't tweet a lot about Star Wars because it's a dangerous arena uh, to get into it. Yeah, how, how, dare, how dare we have opinions? I <laughs> know. Uh, how, how dare we? How dare we? So, yeah, definitely can check that out. Um, Alden, you've got, you've got a handful. You got stuff. You got I stuff. do. Yeah, so you can follow me at that Alden Diaz, T-H-A-T-A-L-D-E-N-D-I-A-Z. Like it or don't. To anything that I say. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Octa Radio Star Wars podcast. There's a few shows there. The main show is an interview show. Um, recently, we had Mercedes Bernardo on and Ryan Johnson, and then working on a couple other things. Uh, we're about to, it's either dropping tonight or tomorrow. Uh, I don't want to date this too much, but yeah, uh, Mark Mark Perez in our comments right now, actually, yeah. um, is on for my next Andor review. Uh, and or discussion rather uh, I don't really like to do reviews you'll never hear me give a star or a number on anything that is art <laughs> um, and then yeah I also uh, co-host and co-produce Casually Talk with Ken Napsok doing House of the Dragon Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings coverage Rings of Power specifically um, although I'm sure we'll do movie rewatches at some point uh, I just literally today hosted our episode 7 episode uh, that was on the episode called The Eye so you can go check that out as well I wrote for StarTrek.com recently. I always have to say StarTrek.com because I told someone in my family I wrote for Star Trek and they freaked out. And I was like, no, 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 no. The, web, the website. The website. It's, that would be way cooler if I wrote something in Star Trek. Uh, but it was still very fun and cool. Okay. And they were a great team to work with. And then, yeah, just I do stuff. I do a bunch of stuff. Um, He's so about always, always busy funding more yeah. uh, Roosevelt T-shirt purchases. You know all of that. Yeah, yeah, uh, not as many as you would think. I'm no Jared uh, the Dark Jedi, <laughs> right. but he did get us on these, and they are extremely, extremely just breathable and nice and very cool. I texted him about one earlier. Uh, they've got yeah. What is it? Uh, it's is Child's he... Play. Yes, they have a Child's Play shirt. They have the Universal yeah. Monsters. Did you see uh, the one yeah. that they teased? Relevant yeah. to something we talked about tonight. They really? are doing a crossover, the Ninja Turtles versus Street Fighter as turtles. I have no money. I wish they could have gotten Street I'm Sharks. I'm very small. If it was Ninja Turtles versus Street Sharks, you know, you have to do you have to do a three way battle between the two of them and Battle Toads. <laughs> yeah, yes. you get yeah. Battle Toads, SWAT cats. You get uh, oh yes. <laughs> you get Street Sharks. You get TMNT. You get Biker Mice from Mars. Oh yes. Mm. Oof. 
like we're we're just cut. just all of the nostalgia. That's that's the real <laughs> Avengers Endgame. There you go. <laughs> Uh, and obviously, we're here uh, at pretending yeah. to be professionals um, uh, and, and having fun with us. Watch Bombat Cast. You say Bombat! <laughs> uh, so you, you'll have to wait and see what uh, tomfoolery is happening. I know what's going on. <laughs> Insider and information. Free for Scotty. And so, um, <laughs> yeah, we're we're live every Friday. If you can catch it and check it out, it's always a lot of fun. We appreciate our guests who come on and chat with us. But obviously, you can get us in your ears uh, as soon as the next day. If I uh, work fast enough, but pick you up know. a shell on the beach, put it to your ear. You might hear us. <laughs> you might hear us hmm. um, rambling about Nicolas Cage and some Star Wars, apparently. But uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, so we get uh, spooky next week. We look forward uh, to that, our guests, the content, all of it. It's going to be a fun little spooky month yes. with the Nerd Herder. We started this last year, and uh, it was good because we had the controversial opinion that Halloween 3 is the best Halloween. <laughs> it is the best Halloween. I don't want to talk about it. Jason in Manhattan is the worst freaking Friday the 13th movie. We'll get into it next week. We'll get into <laughs> it. He doesn't even take Manhattan. He takes a boat. He takes mm. a street. <laughs> Um, he takes the subway. <laughs> but uh, for all those opinions and more, you'll have to, to follow us. All the links are in the description below, including fundraisers that you can support with your monies um, or your shares. Um, everything from helping folks in Puerto Rico and Kentucky uh, due to inclement weather, our friend Mel and their hospital bills. Um, you can also uh, support the classics. We have What Choice and the Amidal Initiative. I want to push both of those because they're very close to their goals, but also like yes. crap be do happening in Texas. Um, so, uh, more than ever, Amidala Initiative supporting Equality Texas, um, LGBTQ plus, and specifically trans youth and families. Like, that's mm -hmm. very important right now. And um, what choice? Abortion is healthcare. Period. That's just period. And if, if <laughs> and you want to ensure that, um, then, uh, then check out all of those links, uh, including on how to follow us so that you are in the know for when we go live next week. Um, to talk about a hockey mask killer, um, but not the one you think. No, it's exactly it, it's, the one you think. Yeah, I was it's, just trying it's to be the only fun. one. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't There's know. There's others. Uh, but until then, until next time, uh, stay scruffy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know, this is excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee.